0: You're listening to Comedy Central. Uh, It's so awesome to be in New York. This is where I live. This is my home. Um, I love it here. Thank you. You're very impressed. Um, I was walking on the street the other day and I saw a woman fall on the street. She was totally fine. We can laugh about it. And she was walking towards me and she tripped and she fell, but there was nothing in front of her. And it looked like she knew she was going to trip before she did. She was walking and she was like, Oh, oh no, Uh, oh, oh, (laughs) oh. And this is how jaded I am as a New Yorker. When she fell, my first reaction, I swear to God was, this woman is trying to rob me. (laughs) A hundred percent. I was like, I know how this works. She pretends to fall. I reach down to help her. She takes my wallet. A gypsy drives up on a Vespa, steals my baby. So I helped her, but from like three feet away. I was like, here, give me your hand. Let me see both your hands.
1: I remember one time she got me so mad we got into a fist fight. We actually got into a fist fight. I'm gonna tell you something. You know how you know when you lost a fight to your woman? When the cops come to your house and ask you, do you wanna press charges? (laughs) That's how you know it didn't go like you planned, you know. Because the cop came and he was so worried. He's like, oh, my God, who would do Listen, sir, are you okay? Do you want to press charges? And I was like, well, you need to be asking her that. He's like, well, from the looks of things, no, I don't, okay? Look at your face, for crying out loud. And she was in the background like, yeah, look at his face. Tory beat his ass, didn't she? <laughs> You know, that threw the cop off. He's like, well, who the hell is Tori and how many of them is it? And I was like, well, sir, that's her. She talks in the third person from time to time. He was like, look, let me tell you something, all right? You are a grown little man, okay? Nobody should put their hands on you like this. Now, I'ma tell you something, if you don't press charges, she's gonna be back on the streets doing the same damn thing again. Now, sir, we need her off the streets. For God's sakes, look at your face, please. And I was like, well, if, if it's that bad, I guess I should press charges, you know? And he was like, look, do you got a place where you can stay tonight? And I said, well, I I can go with my mom if I need to. He was like, well, good, good. Matter of fact, you need to go pack a bag. I'm gonna walk with you to make sure she don't attack you again. (laughs) And she got mad. She's like, oh, y'all gonna arrest Tori, huh? Y'all just gonna put Tori in jail? Why would you do that, Kevin? And I was like, why? Why? Because I'm a grown little man, according to Officer (laughs) George. For God's sakes, look at my face! (laughs)
2: You just heard Kevin Hart and you can catch Heart of the City Friday nights on Comedy Central. Woo! And you also just heard Colin Jost with his bit Jaded New Yorker from John Oliver's New York stand-up show. What a good show that was, John Oliver's New York stand-up show. Yeah,
3: really
4: good. I
2: I wasn't a part of the Comedy Central team yet, so I never did it. You know, I wasn't
4: a part of the Comedy Central team either, but I was there when Colin Jost recorded that. I remember Mm -hmm. very well at like Webster Hall or something. And I remember so, this is such a non-story, but I remember... He asked for a a bottle of water from the bartender. Right. And she gave him one and he's like, can I have one that's not cold?
2: Interesting, because he knows Um, that drinking cold water gives you tummy aches. Does it? By the way, this is Stand (gasps) Up with Chris Estefano and Nicole Boyce and Comedy Central Chloe. Welcome. And Colin Jelst is from Staten Island even though he went to Harvard. But the thing is, when you're (laughs) from, because like most people from Staten Island, they're just like your garbage men, your firemen, your cops. You know what I mean? That's Staten Island, the borough of Staten Island New York City. 90% of the active mafia, the FBI believes, lives on Staten Island. They really? Pushed out a, yes. Pushed <gasps> over the Verrazano Bridge onto Staten Island. It used to be a garbage dump um, that you mm-hmm. could see from outer space. Like, mm-hmm. legit, you could see the dump. Astronauts could see it from outer space if you believe that the Earth's not flat. Um, <laughs> which, but, on this
3: podcast, we do not. Which we do that. not.
2: We're not flat earthers. But we do support flat earthers listening to our podcast. Shout yeah. out. earthers. We rate, love review. you. We love you. Give us five stars. Five stars. Rate, review it. Flat earth or not. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, we don't know. Um, the science
3: isn't. It doesn't could be matter. Flat. It could be flat.
2: Um, but... This Colin Jost, because he is from Staten Island and he's even though he's very articulate he definitely said he didn't say it the way Chloe said it he didn't say can I have a water and make sure it's warm he said can I have a water that's what <laughs> he, said. he said he said can I have water because that's how that's how a kid from that's Staten Island talk? from New York City will say they'll never say water it's the water why can is I have a that? water why because the truth is do you actually want to know, Nicole, what it fucking really is? Yeah, you ready for right now? Yeah, right now is a little crossover between history hyenas and stand up with Chris. Stefano. Tell me about the world. Chris. Both of my podcasts, check them out. Also, come to Brazil. Yeah, check it out. Also, shout out Gail's Backyard Honey, Woo! Chloe's Mom's Honey, number get,
3: one honey in the world. Find
2: Gail's Backyard somewhere in the United States. Um, <laughs> the reason, New York accents, uh-huh. okay, yeah, Philadelphia accents and Boston accents. Really, okay. the Boston accent more than the New York accent. Are the accents that uh-huh. are derived directly from when English settlers, British settlers, oh came to the United States in the 1700s, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Early, uh, late 1600s, early 1700s from okay. England, and started living here and creating their own new accent? It's most so most likely in 1776 when we're fighting the Revolutionary War for our independence. Shout out Revolutionary War. Shout out Re- 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 Revolutionary War. Shout out George Washington. Shout out Paul Revere. Shout out. Shout out.
1: Love, 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 love. Um, <laughs> They, they most listen. likely,
2: they most likely uh-huh. sounded like what New York yeah. and Boston accents sound like. So they probably were saying like, "Yo, the British are coming up over the water." <laughs> really? Yeah, probably. I had no idea. It's true. Ben Franklin. No, so- yeah. Ben Franklin did it. Ben Franklin may have sounded dumber than you think. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. I once I I watched Fraser recently. Like Love it. All of it. Love it. Love Frazier. Also, <laughs> again, I'm I'm Chrissy Tangents. Uh, I just found out about Kelsey Grammer's like dark-sorted history. Do you oh, guys know? shit, yeah. He's, like, really messed up. Anyway, yeah. um, Fraser has that, that, like, sort of mid-Atlantic accent, mm-hmm. and I, uh, like, w- fell mm-hmm. into a rabbit hole reading about what the fuck that accent is, and uh, it was originated by Katherine Hepburn, and it's no one ever really talked like that. It's, like, a totally made-up movie voice, that sort of, like... Right. It's, it's like a like movie aff- voice, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind like, of, like, affectation exist. of your kind of, like, and today on yeah. stand up with Chris. Did you know Dewey.
3: you know Jemima Kirk? Her accent is totally made up. Whoa. Really, like her sister just doesn't have an accent, and she yeah. talks about she talked about it on like some late night show or something like that. She the- just like decided to talk. She's like from like Utah or whatever. She talks like she's British.
2: The coolest thing (laughs) I've ever seen. Number one, I just last night uh, I watched I Feel Pretty for the first time with Amy Schumer. I thought it was great. I loved it. I I, Amy makes me laugh. Like as a movie person, like I laugh so much at her comedic acting. I just I love it. But um, Rory Scovel, who plays like her like uh, love interest, he I saw this once. It was at Gotham Comedy Club, and he was headlining uh, three shows. And I saw Good him come out on the 7 o'clock show. I mean, I watched, I was the opener, so I saw this happen. I saw him come out, do the 7 o'clock show uh-huh. as Rory Scoville. Like, oh, I'm no. talking about, like, oh, Rory no. Scoville, he's yeah. Rory Scoville, whatever. Just speaks. The second show, <laughs> the same exact material, full German accent. Wow. <laughs> like a full like, yeah, like coming out, like <laughs> welcome to my show. Doesn't say that he's from <laughs> Germany. He doesn't say anything. The third show, full Southern accent, like Southern drawl. The same material doesn't oh. tell the crowd once. Doesn't tell us. Doesn't even mention it. Just goes up and does it. It was. I was. My head was going to explode.
3: Imagine if that was like they were cutting that into a special, and you just had different jokes with just completely. That would be, be really great.
2: Funny. It's like yeah.
4: Really, Maybe. I can't recommend this strongly enough. I don't know if you guys have seen John Doerr and Rory Scoble perform oh together on Conan. Conan. Incredible. You ever seen that, Nicole? No, I haven't. You have to watch okay. it. It's so good.
2: So this, pro- this happened five years ago before you were born. Yeah. And what happened is mm-hmm. is it was so hilarious. Conan comes out and he's like, I accidentally booked two comedians. John Doerr and Rory Oh, volleyball. I've heard about So this. he saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he says, you know what? I'm just going to give them both a chance. So I'm going <laughs> to let them come out. And you know, he's setting it yeah, up as yeah, yeah. if yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're going to, one's going to go and the other's going to go. But they do their acts at the same exact time. Yeah. Fully <laughs> committed. At one point, I think it's John Doerr b- breaks the guitar. It's just so good. I can't find it online anymore. I'll find it
4: sent it to you. Also, here's the conceptual plug. So John Doerr, uh, big questions, huge answers. You guys should check that special out online. Not to and be then, confused
2: with stupid questions on Comedy Central.
4: Yes. And then yeah. Rory Scovel, we're filming a show right now with him called Robbie. It's a really cool- And it's cool, getting picked up. Yeah, yeah. It's a really Fuck. cool show, narrative show, um, starring Amazing. Bo Bridges.
2: Like a scripted show.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Fuck yeah. Filming right now in Atlanta. Rory Scovel's one of those guys, like, he's so uber-talented, ta- so uber and he's one of those guys where it's like, he should be, and he will be, and he, he already is a, a very well-known, but like, uh. he's the one that should be like- a fucking star like yeah. sometimes like now because the internet has opened up so many so many things with comedy you can easily say oh how is this person famous they don't have talent or whatever where it yeah. used to be like it was undeniable ta- anybody who was on TV the talent was undeniable they were the funniest person in their state right uh-huh. not everybody wasn't a comedian Rory Scoville is from Rory Scoville is just so undeniably funny and talented where you're like when you see him you're like okay this is a person that I pay money to see like right, right, right. he's not he, he, he's just funny. He has no deal. tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. a cool
4: thing that we can do on this podcast that no one else can do. Yes. So today's clips are people that are going to be appearing at Clusterfest mm-hmm. in San Francisco, July, mm-hmm. June 21st. Yes. Um, we weren't planning on playing Rory Scovel today, but he is going to be at
3: Clusterfest. Okay. Let's play some fucking uh, Rory Scovel.
4: Um, awesome. Yes. I
2: second that decision. Clip from Rory Scovel. Can we do All it? All right.
3: Yeah. Okay, Roll it. Okay. Pulling up clip from Rory Scovel. And I'm also going to play some Langston Kerman because he's also going to be at Clusterfest. Fucking nice. cutes.
5: Oh, goodness, look at this. What are we doing? We're into it. Here we are, you guys came out, good. Good, good stuff this side. You guys showed up, thank you. Oh, goodness. Oh, this is fun already. Already it's fun. Who's already changed the channel? Like, nah. You know what, nah. Nah, I thought for a second maybe that channel, not that channel now. Nah, I went into it thinking that was the channel. I was wrong. I was way wrong. They changed the channel, but come back, and I'm just, and then
2: who's over here? Oh, gosh!
5: I gotta remember to do that at the end, just in case that someone goes, hey, flip back and see how he closes. And then you're over here! Uh, Okay! But you guys are laughing. People at home think you're crazy. Who is in that audience? What does he have? He's got nothing! (laughs) Flew in, flew in, uh, do not like to fly. And I tell my friends, oh, you're afraid you're gonna die? No, I just don't really like getting talked down to the moment I walk into the airport. (laughs) Let's pull it back, TSA. Let's pull it back one notch. You walk in, they just, your shoes have to be off. Your shoes have to be off and they have to go on the belt. Take your belt off. Do you have a belt on? Well, then that comes off. You're talking down to me? This is like one of the only places I walk into, look around and immediately assume that if I wanted to, I could just be the manager. You know what I mean? Like I'm one application away from just owning whatever this is. And you're talking down to me. Get your belt off. Do you have anything in your pockets? No, you can put your ID away. You don't have to show that anymore. They honestly think that we're going, when can I show my ID again? When can I get this out again? You can put it away. You don't need your ID. Get everything out of your pockets, put it in the smaller tub. If you have stuff in there, go into the smaller tub. Get your computer out. Your computer cannot be touching socks when it goes through that. It has to be in its own tub. Duh. Duh. We all know that. Computers can't touch socks when they go through whatever that is. <laughs> know that kind of stuff. Duh. Get it out, yes, get it in a separate bed. Put it through, now put, put it on there. Now put your shoes on there. No shoes can't go by themselves. No, 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 right there. Now grab the flag, give it to your dad. Tell him what they've won. Puffy <laughs> Bicycles. British knights! Texas instruments! Why you got the dad at the end in Double Dare? You go with the youngest, dad doesn't care at the end. He's barely moving. He was out of shape when you got there. He's not winning a bicycle. You get the, Scotty, get up there. You're last. Dive at the end if you have to. Double Dare, I like storage wars. I'm more into Storage Wars. I hope he has something on Storage Wars. Turns out I do. Here it is. You watch that show? You watch Storage Wars? You watch it like that's your life? That's your life? You go to a storage facility, someone opens a door. I don't know, a thousand? I just see all the boxes. I don't know. Oh. Just that that's what I do. Turns out the unit was worth $1,500. 500 bucks. Ooh. That's how you know the U.S. government is now involved in television production. They're like, hey, make some shows where they think 200 bucks is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, the economy's not doing well. Make them think 200 dollars is sweet. Used to be, who wants to be a millionaire? No. Nope. 100 bucks. 100 bucks, oh, okay. Okay, we are sitting pretty. <laughs> yeah, 100 bucks. They opened up the, uh, they opened up the door. I look in the back corner, I'm like, that's a gumball machine. David, that's a gumball machine back there. Hey, get over here, David. That's a gu- it's a gumball machine, or it's some kind of weird aquarium for gumballs, okay? Come on, Dave. I yelled out. I said 100. I'm going 100. Turns out, that thing was worth $138. <laughs> 38 bucks! Yeah! You watch that. You watch it, and you're like, dude, is that your life? And then you take one step back, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm watching
6: your life. <laughs> Who am I? This is fun, man. It is a tense time in America, though. It's very t- You know what sucks about right now in America? If, if, if we can articulate any... For me, that the worst part, I, it's, we all feel like we have to be political, right? Because of all the crazy things that are happening, we all feel like we have to have an opinion on politics. Like you have to have an opinion. I have to have an opinion. All three of the Baja men have to have an opinion. I don't go to a Baja men concert to hear their opinions on infrastructure. I go to a Baja men concert to play an $85 prank on my girlfriend. I want to see the look on her face when I fake propose during their cover of Red Red Wine. That's it. I want to get down on one knee, see the horror in her eyes, and then have some fun. But now I got to listen to their leader, Steve Baha. I assume that's his name. Stephen Baha. Come out and go. The real question is not who let the dogs out. The question is, what senator do we call to get these dogs back in? (laughs) This is a bipartisan issue. Dogs are loose. (laughs) Sucks, man. We don't all... Look, let's talk. We don't all deserve an opinion. (laughs) Some of y'all don't deserve an opinion on politics. You don't. I don't. I know that for sure. I do. I look, this is true. I spend most of my day today watching a marathon of say yes to the dress Atlanta. Do y'all know that show? It's fantastic. If you don't, I, some of y'all may not watch Say Yes to the Dress, that's fine. If you don't know the show, all you need to, here's what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a reality show where women try on wedding gowns. That's the whole premise, right? But here, here's the fun part. It's in the South, right? <laughs> so it's these frumpy Southern women, just these, these diabetic debutantes. <laughs> they walk into this dress shop and they wipe the Frito pie over their faces just the crumbs out of the corner of their mouth, and then they try on wedding gowns in front of a gay man named Monty. That's the whole show. It's just them going, ooh, Monty, ooh, I don't know, ooh. Ooh, I don't, know. ooh, I can't wear sheer, I won't get into heaven. That's the devil's fabric, Monty. You ain't got no good Christian burlap. <laughs> They say that, and then Monty always says some real funny gay shit back, you know what I mean? Like, real funny gay shit, like, they'll be like, ooh, I won't get into heaven, and then Monty's like, heaven? Honey, I'm trying to get you in a size eight. (laughs) And you just laugh, cause it's true, she should go up a size. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that for three hours today. To say yes to the dress Atlanta. At one point in the marathon, this is true. I was watching the marathon, and at one point in, in the show that I was watching, this woman she decided she was gonna pick out her own dress. Which, if you watch the show, you know is very taboo. That's a, that's a huge no-no. That is not, she is behaving like a like a crip at a blood spar mitzvah. Do you know what I mean? Just inappropriate. But she picked out her own dress, she wasn't gonna listen to Monty, and as she put the dress on, as she started to get dressed, I said this out loud to no one. I was by myself. (laughs) There was no one around me. I was alone in the hotel. As she put the dress on, I went, oh, honey, no. (laughs) Honey, no. A pleated A-line, no. (laughs) This is your wedding day, not the Sadie Hawkins dance. I said that out loud, you know what I mean? And then I had to face myself. I had to deal with the fact that that came out of me as a person, and this isn't the man I planned to be. This isn't what I wanted for myself. This isn't, this isn't how I thought I would grow up to be, you know what I mean? But then like five seconds later, Monty said the exact same thing. You understand, at the root of me, I'm a sassy bitch. That's who I am, I'm a very sassy person. But that doesn't mean I should be allowed to to talk about politics. I shouldn't have an opinion on none of this shit. I shouldn't even be allowed to vote, unless we're voting on which one of these politicians is starting to look a hot little mess, you know what I mean? (laughs) Talking to you, Alabama Senator Richard Shelby. (laughs) Starting to get a little thick in the hips. Maybe you should stop being so conservative with politics and start being more conservative with bread.
2: It's showing. <laughs> that was Rory Scovel and Langston Kerman. They're both gonna be a clusterfest. I just saw that Chelsea Peretti is also gonna be a clusterfest.
3: I just saw that too. Love Huge them. fans. I love Chelsea Peretti. I you like do. her podcast.
2: What's her podcast?
3: Called Chelsea Peretti. It was like from two thousand eight, two thousand it was I don't 2008,
4: even know. Two thousand fifteen. Babe. 2015,
2: babe. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna get everyone in here saying "babe."
3: I was born two years ago, so everything before then, I just it just all blends together the, for me. The, I'm really sorry, but her podcast is really. I listen to that. There's this one episode called "Silverfish Dementia." Yeah, and yeah. I listen to that episode maybe once a week or what?
2: twice a week. Can you like explain it? Silverfish she dementia. She just
3: opens the. Po- it's just it's just her talking into a microphone, and she occasionally will call callers and just like shit on them and make fun of them it's very funny but people just love calling in for that sure. and but when she's not taking calls she kind of just like goes on a little spiral um That's funny. and it, the first that silverfish one opens with her just being like talking about this talking about murder talking about puppies and then she starts talking about silverfish <laughs> and how there's silverfish in her apartment and she just starts screaming about silverfish and how scary they are and how, how many legs they have and how fast they so are what
4: is that? It? it's a bug
3: it's like a, some kind of bug. Yeah. I it's can't so look it up because I'm funny. so scared about it. But it's so funny. It's just. It's and it's just, just her. her. Yeah, it's just her.
2: Is Jordan Peele ever on it?
3: No, but she oh. does talk about an unnamed boyfriend yeah. or Who lover. Is or Peele. a guy that she started dating. Exactly. In and 2015,
2: how- they only started dating? I think it
3: was
4: like 2013.
2: Wow. Could you imagine your husband was Jordan Peele? No. No, that would be like so how, sick. Like though. his mind, you know? No, I he can. and Peele. I don't know if we've spoken about this, but Keen. Oh, we have? Because I just think it's the best sketch show of all time. It's so good. It
3: absolutely
4: is. Yeah. We can listen to some Key and PL.
2: I would love to listen to Key and P. L. If we can find if you can find the Mama rap song, it's just something that I can't I laugh like as loud as you can when I see it.
4: Well let's do a a sketch themed episode coming up. Yes, we'll do we'll do one later.
2: Here's a thing. Here's a thing that I'm insecure about. What I feel like you know, I'm a comedian, a professional yeah, comedian. Yeah. I don't know how to write a sketch. Really? I never have, and I've never taken a class. And it's intimidating when someone's like, "Hey, do you want to write something mm-hmm. for me?" Because mm-hmm. I feel like I can only write for myself. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never done a sketch, and I've and I've never really like I improv a lot on stage. Yeah. But I've never like done an improv Premise. show. Sometimes I feel not as well-rounded mm-hmm. of a comedian as I should. I don't know if that's just in my head, but I've, but I've, it might not be because I actually don't have the skill. Like, I should be able, like, uh-huh. if I'm being 100% honest with both of you ladies right now, if you asked me to sit down and write a sketch, not only would I not know how to do it, I wouldn't even know how to format it. Like, I don't have, I don't have, like, final draft even on my computer. Like, you I never mind. write anything. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm creating a show, I create it, like, I write the pitch, and then we sell it, and then, Uh like, the writer comes in and, like, we collaborate and write. Like, it's all my ideas, but as far as the writing of it and the formatting of it, I've never done that in my life, and I feel, like, really weird about it.
4: It's probably worth learning how to do that.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not worth it. It's It's, it's a necessity.
4: Yeah. Actually. As a desert island apocalypse skill, you're going to need Final Draft.
2: Yeah, because it's also, like, you know, I don't always want to have to rely on anybody else to help me write something it's like I have ideas Yeah, I always have to like you know collaborate with someone because I don't have the I just the like, software
3: Fi- final, yeah. final jobs is expensive also though so you have yeah. to, to, to get a student ID and yeah. then it's a lot cheaper that's what I did this
2: thing happens to me where people tell me my peers are like oh my god you work so hard but I don't feel like I work hard at all. Like I actually feel like I'm still, like when is the jig gonna be up? Because Mm -hmm. it's like I'm getting opportunity after opportunity, but I'm sitting in my apartment all day doing nothing. If I have nothing to do, like on my phone aimlessly, no work, Uh and then I'm going on stage, and it's like I'm coming up with new material, but Uh it's like how good, like it could be so much better if I was focused on it. So I have like this thing. How
3: many like hours a day would you say you're like putting in work or like making, working towards something? Do you know?
2: It depends. Like today, yeah. I would... Like today, I have our podcast. Uh-huh. And then I have three shows tonight. So like tomorrow, uh-huh. I'll say, oh, I worked yesterday. But like another comedian uh-huh. would say... Yeah, you did the podcast and you did jokes, but if you did not right, then you didn't work.
4: So mm-hmm. I want to let you off the hook a little bit for this because okay. I completely hear what you're saying. And I think, yeah. well, first of all, imposter syndrome is something that we all deal with. And I think- What's it called? Imposter syndrome.
2: Imposter syndrome. Where
4: you feel like you didn't sort of earn what you have and that at any given right. moment, someone's going to expose you for being a fraud. Being a fraud. Um, so that's something everyone deals with. I think that you, being well-rounded is a skill, but it's not a skill you necessarily need to have. Right. Um,
3: I also think you wouldn't have that concern like ten years ago, but now everyone seems right. to be doing like a lot of things. But I also want to
4: say, <sighs> and I think like this, this applies to literally everybody about something. Like it's never too late to learn. Right. Just because you've gotten this far and you've made you've had this much success without knowing these skills yeah. doesn't mean that you don't need them. Yeah. So I it's would true. still encourage you to like even. I mean, you probably wouldn't take like a sketch 101 class, but maybe sit down with someone who knows yeah. that stuff. Like
2: Fucking Michael Che has, Michael Che, has, the head writer of SNL, has yeah. offered me, I mean, we're good friends. I've mentioned this to him over the course of the last five years. he like, why don't you just come over one day
3: yeah.
4: See, and like
2: we'll chill in my apartment and drink and we'll write a sketch. And I
4: understand why you haven't done that, but yeah. you 100% should. <laughs> yeah. You 100% should.
2: I know. Because it's like all my peers. I mean, you know, I'm at a point now where all my peers are successful. So it's like they all have these skills. Yeah. Well, you know? they do and they don't. I mean, yeah. people have so different.
1: Ev- everyone's
3: skills. just kind of faking it, also. At, like, but but I think nobody... the thing.
2: I think the thing that concerns me is like my about my own kind of psychosis is like people tell me like they go out of their way at times to tell me how hard they think I work, and it's like, what do you talk like? So it's a little like they're like, I don't know how you do all this, man. You're working hard. You're working hard, and I'm like, but. But so I'm not. Also, so it's a okay, weird thing.
4: Chris, it's also like there's a lot that goes into that. Like, I would attribute a lot of that to like unconscious bias. Like, you're sort of like a built white man. Like, you, there's certain things it's that right. people, like, even right. there are people that work so hard, but they just don't, people don't perceive them as working hard. Like, someone's perception of you isn't necessarily right. parallel to Got reality. It.
2: It's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys yeah. ever feel that way? Well, like, you're not working hard? So, the,
4: okay. There's two things I keep on learning again and again professionally um, that are just so true. One is that nobody knows what they're doing. Good call. Literally nobody. Ask anyone. I mean, usually they example like the president, but literally the president doesn't know what he's doing. But in general, anyone. No one knows what they're doing. Everyone's making it up as they go along. There's no right way to do anything. Um, That's number one. Number two is that everyone is a creep. (laughs) Right. A creep? Yeah. All men. Yes. Like no (laughs) exception. Yes. Yes, all women. Across the board. Right. Everyone's a creep. Everyone's a creep. So those are the two things I keep learning again and again in my career. Okay.
3: Okay. Everyone is faking it. I'm a
2: creep. And Yeah. I'm, remember, I'm a creep voter for Hillary you
3: work hard but you are also a creep
2: I, yeah I'm a hard working creep hard working creep no, no matter what what matters just Chrissy been. Creeps um,
3: <laughs> alright <laughs>
2: was that 10 minutes did we I think that was like that 10 that was minutes. like a 10 I know we went, do you want to talk a little we bit all about over the map today.
3: Whitney Cummings or Langston Kerman
2: Langston Kerman I met for the first time when we did stupid questions together that's, that's out he's
3: so cute and so smart
4: Langston so Kerman funny. is
2: cute he's Langston Kerman let me tell you about Langston Kerman <laughs> Langston Kerman is the kind of guy where if there was like you know, it, who knows where science is going to go? If you were able to implant, <laughs> if you were able to implant uh-huh. a uterus and eggs into my body, I would pick Langston Kerman. He would be at the very top of my list to receive his sperm, and I would give birth to our babies.
3: That would be a really cute baby.
2: Do you know what She's I heard? So nice.
3: Yeah. Do you know what I heard? Yeah.
2: What? No, I don't. I think that they're actually uh-huh. working towards science. This <laughs> oh, is God. fucking nuts. Okay. Science tell you. corner. Ready for this? Yeah. Chrissy chemistry.
4: Breaking news. Chrissy
2: chemistry. They're working towards science. Okay. That
4: <laughs> s- right now it's only available
2: s- It's only available for a lesbian couple. So. What is? Okay. Scissoring? Let Scissoring? Let's <laughs> say Let's say you and wifey. Let's yeah. say you and, it's not available yet. Okay. But they think they may have done it in China already. Can, you never know with the Chinese. Let me tell you. Get Why? it. Get t- what is it?
4: You that? never okay. know. Let me, you? What's, okay. what's <laughs> Let me tell you. What's happening? What's going to happen?
2: Let me tell you. Genesis. If you and wifey want to have a baby, let's say you want to carry the baby. They are working towards science where they can take, you are carrying the baby, but they can take pieces, uh, parts of parts. her, Loose your parts. wifey's egg <laughs> and somehow make Merge sperm out of her DNA. Make, what? And so you can have a baby that's one hundred. 50-50 your Like anybody else, like a man and woman would, you don't need the man. They They're can working make on this sperm now? out of a woman's egg. Dude, They're working on it. Dude, that's bad
3: news for you. If they don't if for men in general, if they don't need sperm anymore. I know. That's, that's kind of that's your main kind game. of end of
2: days type shit what's going on. But
3: Yeah, men have it really hard right now. <sighs> Sorry, men. Oh no. my god,
4: Nicole, if you and I were a couple, our couple name would be I'm wearing a David Bowie shirt. So Nicole Boyce yeah. and Chloe.
2: Bowie. Bowie.
3: Yo. Bowie. That's and then we could have a baby in China in 5 years.
2: Yeah name okay. is David Take part. who name would David. carry Nicole or Chloe I don't know if I who would carry it it's both your DNA but who right now have to pick gun to your head stupid questions I'll, I'll you Chloe <laughs> would do it
3: oh Chloe thanks
4: well I mean I tend to carry I can't and I tend to be in a relationship eventually where that's not an option <laughs> where we both can't carry the child so mm. I assume one day I will
2: you would like to be inseminated by a man yeah, well. <laughs> eventually my husband
4: put it out into the that world that is so romantic when you say it like that I would like to I'm um, awesome. all about science shout out to
3: Mrs. Stefano. <laughs> yes that's crazy that Mom, straight people just get pregnant I think that's fucking wild That's so, what do you mean that sucks like, like it, you go, when you guys have sex do you worry about getting pregnant it,
2: <laughs> Chris to, to be honest down. with you to be honest <laughs> with you I used to be have like kind of like that caveman mm-hmm. ego uh, man mind where it's like you know if a oh, 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 you know women had kids or had abortions it's like you know like shame on you, whatever like that's stupid stuff, right? And then when I was in a situation <laughs> uh-huh. with my daughter's mom who had a child mm-hmm. from a previous relationship, mm-hmm. you know, I kept thinking about like she w- she had sex with an ex mm-hmm. and got pregnant and mm-hmm. now has this child, right? Mm-hmm. Like what I'm saying is, is, like anybody now, because of the situation I was in, who says like it's not a woman's choice? I am so on the side of pro choice, mm-hmm. where it's like it's your fucking body, because wow. it's like we're not, a, we don't have the consequence. We just don't. We can yes? just do it and leave. That's very true. You have the consequence. We you do. have to deal with the abortion. I think it's so crazy. You have to deal with the co- child. Like. A good guy, of course, would stay around, but I'm just saying, like, you know, again, it's very easy, the neighborhood in Brooklyn that I'm from, to get <laughs> stuck in small minded bullshit. Like, a lot of my friends are small minded because uh-huh. they haven't seen the world, they haven't developed, they haven't done anything. That's uh-huh. why I think travel is so important because it gives you these point of views that you're not going to get at some backwoods neighborhood in Brooklyn. You're just going to be like, you know, uh, I vote Republican and I fucking bang chicks. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stu- I look at my friends and I'm like, you're not evolved. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. No, but you mm-hmm. know what?
4: That's true. I vote Republican and I bang chicks, like, is an ideology that I think yes. a lot of people subscribe to. Yeah, it's like,
2: subscribe it's like to. bro Bible stuff. Like, I, I'm Republican. I bang chicks. Like, you know, that's what it is. So it's like, listen, I'm, you know, I'm not Republican. I bang chicks. I, li- I like women. But I have slowed it down big time with women. Like, big time. You're, just, slowdowns. you're You're taking your. So you're just Republican. My mother longer. got through to me. Don't thank <laughs> chicks. No, my mother got through to me in the sense she was like, you know, you can't just keep having women in and out. You can't do that anymore. And I'm like, I, I get what you mean, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's true. It's like, what am I? What am I doing here? There's cool. a little bit of manic. It was a little bit of manic energy for a little while with these women. Mm-hmm. You want yeah. a quick Cute. confession, Chrissy confessions? Yeah. I don't know if I said this already, but I had to learn, I had to accept that for a long time. Me and my kid's mom have been broken up for two years, and I was always like. I always want to break up with her because I was like we had a kid really quickly and I was like, you know, I only we're only in each other's lives for the kid and blah 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 blah. blah. But I had to really actually look in the mirror and accept the fact that I really was in love with You're her. heartbroken. I was in love with Jasmine. Like, I really was. Even though we had a child, and I, w- I would always say, like, oh, I only love her because of the kid. It was beyond that. It was like, I loved her as a person, and I never dealt with that. And so I was just having sex with all these women, uh, filling holes, filling holes. I don't care. I don't care. Literally I do Chrissy holes.
4: compartmentalization. Chrissy
2: compartmentalization. Yeah. Compartmentalization. <laughs> so I did that, and I was like, and then I had to just accept, like, I just had to deal with the pain of being alone. Her moving on, she had another, she has another boyfriend, I had to deal with all that, and just be like, this really hurts me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know wow, that, but now gosh. that I know that, and I'm aware, yeah. now it's like if a woman DMs me, like just looking to have sex, I'm really not, Interested? where I used to be very interested because I was like, I don't want to be alone. So I'll, this woman is offering to come to my... I mean, it's crazy sometimes what happens like in that DM where they're like, hey, just started following you. I want to fuck you. What's your address? Like, it, I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh my uh, God. I, it, 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 like a lot that happens. And it's, it's very easy to... And
4: what percentage of the time are you like, okay, here's my address?
2: When like last year, like... 95 oh, you know like
4: like it was 90. almost like
2: if well, you, what was,
3: was the five percent They would say no
2: men <laughs> yeah when i was like this girl's so hot like i i yeah it's like it has to be a guy um so so i um but i had to deal with all that yeah. i don't know how we wow. got into this but that's a beautiful confession let to let you know end on, I think. that a real I'm on heartwarming that, oh we got into it because i said now i'm different with women like right now i don't need a woman where i used to need them where i was and i didn't realize it and i was still being like i don't like you Jazz, we just we're co-parents it's like no I was in love with you and now I'm heartbroken and devastated but now I'm over it
4: well someone some of us maybe it's hard to say who tried to set you up with our beautiful best friend yes and then you just kind of just, you just sort of I know it was faded, hashtag, it, you faded into the into the woodwork it was hashtag
2: bad timing oh. it was hashtag bad timing and now
4: she lives in LA so
2: well now it's even hashtag worse timing
4: yeah, mm. yeah. shout out Amy
2: shout out Amy I know it didn't work out <laughs> But, you know, what are you going to do? You live and you learn. Nicole, uh, you'll go through it all.
3: Thank you. I know. It's fun to hear about the world from <laughs> you guys and what's what's yeah. going to happen.
2: All so, right. Whitney Cummings. Yeah, Whitney
3: Cummings. Speaking of cum. From I Love You. Yeah. Bang now.
2: Bang.
7: All right. Bang. <laughs> bang. Bong, bong. And with that, bong.
2: Bang. Bang.
7: Bye. I used to be very against porn. You know? I thought it was bad for women and, like, you know, degrading and shit. But now I kind of like it. Um, Because, you know why? Because I watched it. And when I watched it, I learned so much stuff that I had to be kind of grateful for it. Like, I learned watching porn that the girls in porn, they'll request to the man where they want him to finish, which I didn't know that was an option. (laughs) Okay, nobody told me that we had a vote in that. I've just been taking whatever shots have been coming at me <laughs> since 1998, I don't know. I feel like I've been storming the shores of Normandy. <laughs> that's a history joke. <laughs> I don't know, now that I know that's an option to request where you want the man to finish, I'm, I'm ready, man, I've got some ideas. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I really want you to come in the bathroom. You just wanna time that out, whatever you gotta do to just. In the sink! I feel like the big one though, the big one in porn is the coming on the face. That's the big one, right? Yeah. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Like, I feel like as a society, we kind of need to discuss why we like this so much, you know? And why you guys think that we like, love it. Like, who told you that we like, need it? No, no, nobody ever wants this to happen to them. If a girl asks you to come on her face, it's because she thinks you're gonna break up with her. (laughs) Always buys you at least another month or so. (laughs) with it is like the second it's over you know I try to be fun you know while it's happening I can get into it you know cause while it's happening you can be like yeah 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 ooh yeah look at us yeah hit me hit me yeah ooh yeah we are so crazy we are wild and crazy A towel or something, <laughs> or maybe like a baby wipe or some like, or maybe like a pickaxe. Cause now it's turned to stone. I can't open my fucking eyes, and he's not gonna help you. He's too busy taking photos to send his friends. You <laughs> guys are animals, but I get why guys watch porn. I get it now because it's so obvious. It's just that naked women are hot. All naked women are hot. You know, there's so much to look at. Yeah, it's disgusting of you. You're with a date, man. That's going to be a fight. But all, right, all boobs and butt, they all look amazing. You know, that's why you guys watch porn. Girls don't watch porn as much because naked guys, ugh. Such a bummer, you know? It's just such a, this whole Wes Craven situation you got going on is just disgusting, you know? It's a lot. It's a lot to take. Because, like, When a dick comes on the screen, we're not like, yeah, look at that dick. Yeah, I want that dick. No, when a dick comes on the screen, we're like, oh, there's a dick. (sighs) What's it doing? What's the dick doing? Does it see me? Does the dick see me? There's just nothing attractive about it, you know? Like, dicks are so ugly (laughs) that the second you guys are born, someone has to cut some of it off (laughs) to make it even somewhat presentable to society.
6: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.